0: Oh, I don't know what you've heard. What's it like to manage and carry a list? You know, not just be the guy or girl that shows up at the sales meeting. We'll just tell you what it's like, but the one that's been there every day in the trenches. What's it like to train sellers for the future while making sure you have today covered? How has radio sales changed? What can we expect of future sellers in the future? That's right, the future. Welcome to the Radio Rally on the Clubhouse app, of course. What you're about to hear will be focused on lifting you up, giving you good advice, hearing the stories of an amazing radio pro and uncovering the path forward in radio right now. My name is Lloyd Ford and I'm with Rainmaker Pathway Consulting Works. We help local broadcasters in markets from coast to coast make more money by being an affordable programming partner who can fully develop the right position for your local brand or brands, coach your morning show or other talents, design and execute station architecture, provide weekly music updates and even produce your daily music logs, provide excellent voice trackers, sales and promotions ideas that also move the needle on revenue and ratings. We are of course very comfortable to offer you a confidential and market exclusive consultation that's free for radio. Reach out anytime, F-O-R-D at RainmakerPathway.com. Today's live event, well that, you know, is gonna be a podcast called The Encouragers The Radio Rally Podcast and will become available soon after the end of this live event, wherever you get your podcast. Our thanks to Joe Kelly for producing our podcast events and JustJoeProductions.com for creating our audio footprint and distributing them. You can meet our guests live on the Clubhouse app right here And uh, you also can subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss a thing. You know, we have two podcasts, The Encouragers Innovation and Audio Podcast, which comes from our Wednesday night event, 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. And of course, the one you're listening to right now, The Encouragers, the Radio Rally Podcast, which happens on Monday nights, 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. And both of these podcasts are available anytime on Apple, Audible, Spotify, or almost anywhere you get your podcast. So what's about to happen on this live event? Let me tell you. We are actually going to visit with Sal Abetta Marco, and he is the National Sales Manager for Cox Media Group Long Island, WBAB and WBLI. Great. Radio properties. And of course, before we get started with Sal in a minute, I want to do two quick things with you just to alert you of what's coming up on the encouragers. Uh, Number one, next Monday on the radio rally, we have a real treat. Casey Carter, who's the program director of WNOE in New Orleans, custom format lead, mainstream country, and new country, iHeartMedia will be with us. She's going to share what that is all like voodoo that she do. We're gonna get uh, the update right here on the radio rally. By the way, did you know, since we have one of the great radio sales managers on with us tonight, did you know that we encourage radio sellers sales managers, and market managers. It's true, we do. April the 14th, we are launching our very next exclusive radio sales event. Our Q2 event will be free on your smartphone, of course, for market managers, sales managers, and local radio sellers coast to coast. We are calling it getting higher sales now in a crowded market, and it comes at a most appropriate time. This event will feature sales consultant, Alec Drake from Drake Media Group, and both Dave Deutsch, who is president of Midwest Family, and Brian Maloney, who is the vice president of Capital Broadcasting. These two real-time, real-life experts are going to share with us about developing revenue on the ground in their markets. They're going to share with you directly how you can boost your Q2 and remaining 2022 revenue on April 14th, 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, right here on the Clubhouse app. We do have guests every week on the Radio Rally. You can see our entire guest calendar all the way into mid-April Uh, just by going on our blog at rainmakerpathway.com. It's really easy to navigate through uh, what's on that website and get all of the free resources. What kind of free resources, you might ask? Well, we have encouragement for on air and promotions with our more than live and local guest series, and even more encouragement for local radio sellers with our encouraging sales success series, as well as free resources for anyone in the radio business today. We don't lock away anything on our site the way some other consultants do. Uh, Why do we do that? It's because we believe in what we call the theory of abundance. So go ahead, go to rainmakerpathway.com anytime, see what you can get for free from our team. Please follow the people on the stage and look around the room to see who you can network with tonight. We do promote networking for the health of your career, of course. Today's guest, Sal Abetta Marco, is the National Sales Director of Cox Media Group Long Island, WBAB and WBLI. Sal was the 2019 Radio Inc. National Sales Manager of the Year. How do you get to be that guy, you're asking? We're gonna find out, but I can tell you right up front that it takes a lot of expertise and a lot of experience to drive that knowledge. 30 plus years of sales experience has allowed Sal to, to literally work with a variety of businesses in many different categories. His ability to intently listen and come up with solutions for clients has really set him apart and allowed him to keep his clients for prolonged periods of time. And I know if you've been through the last 24 or so months, you know that's really important, maybe more so than it's ever been in your career. He is constantly on the lookout for industry and consumer trends that can help his clients capitalize and move ahead, as well as research ideas and strategies that can help uh, bring solutions on his behalf to the most cost-effective use of a marketing budget. I believe you will hear this in our conversation, but Sal believes developing outstanding relationships is the key to success. Oh, but Sal says one of my favorite things too, and I got to slide it in here before we even introduce him. He says this, and I'm going to start with this quote, quote, nothing great has ever been achieved without tremendous preparation. Sal, welcome to the encouragers, the radio rally. How are you, sir? Very good, Lloyd. Thank you very much for having me. That was some introduction. Wow. Well, I I like to do my homework, and and look, for anyone listening either now or later on the podcast, I got to tell you, uh, Sal and I have had great back and forth today. He is a little bit under the weather, at least from a voice standpoint, so you might hear that a little bit, so I highly recommend you get a little closer to the speaker on your smartphone, and we'll get this underway. Let's talk about the beginning, Sal. Uh, Did you start in radio? Did you start in another industry? Uh, yeah, I
1: actually was in another industry. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry about that. I was, uh, I was in the route sales industry. Okay. And, um, I worked, uh, uh, route work for Frito Lay, and it just didn't give me what I thought I needed. Um, what I thought I was capable of. And it was one of the first times in my, in my life or my career actually, that I decided, you know what, I'm going to bet on me. I'm going to take a chance and try something completely different. Um, a friend of mine knew somebody who was a national sales manager at WKJY radio, set me up with a, an appoint, uh, you know, an interview totally against my will because radio sales was a, was too tough of a sale. I didn't want anything to do with it. Oh, um, <laughs> but then when I got to the station and I met the gentleman who eventually hired me, um, the local sales manager there at the time, a guy named Mike uh, Mike Banks, um, it just fell into place. And uh, what was supposed to be a thirty minute interview asked, uh, lasted an hour forty five, and and I was hooked.
0: Well, that sounds like uh, that sounds like you <clears throat> uncovered some questions with some good answers there. And look, that route sales, I know a little bit about that. I've never done it, but I I have known people who've done it. That's some tough work, right?
1: Yeah, it's, um, it's get up in the morning. It is fight for space. Everybody sees, um, you know, I worked with supermarkets and delis and everybody sees the stuff on the shelf, but they don't realize that the way people really make their money is how they sell that incremental space. When things are on sale, they sell those end caps. And that is really, and you get beat down it is a beat down industry. Um, so you learn how to take your sales abuse very early and build up that callus, you know? So it, it, uh, it prepared me. I didn't know
0: it was, but it really prepared me for what I was entering into. Well, I'm gonna tell you something else too, because you just did something really important, something that we like to highlight when we do these live events in the podcast. And that is you did a version of my, uh, one of the things that I think is just paramount in everyone's story everyone wants to be heard see that getting the end cap that uh, frito-lay they want to be heard that's your job right yes and 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 now that you're in radio sales and have been for all this time your job is to get your clients to be heard by the right people i want to ask you what is it that you love about radio
1: uh the storytelling the way that you can you can go in and and find out what people are looking for and and have them talk to you about their businesses and the way you can really you know radio more than anything else you can create something from nothing and there are no real boundaries you're only as limited as your imagination and your creativity will take you And, um, you know, I had a general manager who once told me that if your promotions director and your GM don't cringe a little bit when they see you standing at the door, you're not doing your job.
0: Well, right. And you never get in trouble for doing too much, right? (laughs) No, no. uh, Yeah. So it's kind of the opposite, isn't it? Yes, absolutely, absolutely. All right. All right. So, look, you, you became the senior account executive, KJO and K H L I Radio, from really from 1999 to 2006. Uh, but but then there's more. You ended up in sales management. How how in the world did that happen for you? Well, I've
1: always been uh, my my personality has always kind of tended to go a little bit on the leadership side i played uh division one college uh baseball um you know when i when i was at school and uh i've always been kind of that person who wanted to be out front and uh when i when i first saw that i can do the job i thought that i had more to offer the industry than just kind of closing deals you know so so i was made a general sales manager and that that, from i ran two i ran two stations um, wrcn and wlvg on long island for uh five years and then uh you know when the when the uh, not the pandemic when the um uh recession hit you know things got tough for real small stations and we and we downsized so i went back to Um, WKJY as a seller, and then um, moved on to New York City and worked for ESPN Radio for five years.
0: Oh, yeah, we're going to talk about that. I I do want to say this to you. It's interesting how things in our business, as they do in all things, they ebb and flow. So if you're in the sales department or some other department, but we're (laughs) talking sales tonight a little bit for radio, you know, you have to be able to roll with the punches, don't you?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Listen, if, if if you want a job that's going to give you that, you know, stability every single day and that get up and do the same thing and it's all going to be secure, then you're not in the right place. <laughs> um, this is one of those things where there's more no's than yeses. There are more um, disappointments than there are victories. And you just have to come to the realization that there or or convince yourself um, that they're not saying no to you they're saying no to your product and if you can convince yourself of that and keep your spirits up then it's just a matter of you fine-tuning
0: the way you present your product well and you know you said it earlier when you talked about creativity this business what attracted me to this business and i'm sure maybe yourself too is that. What's our limit? Our limit is what can we do with our creativity? Whether it's on the programming side or the sales side, we are telling a story. And those that control the narrative do what? They win. Yeah, I, I
1: agree. I, I believe that there there's many ways to approach this job, right? And mm-hmm. I used to, I used to say, that my plan was to not have a plan, that I would go in there as a complete open page, right? And I guess I've modified that over the years where I do a lot more preparation. I make sure that I know exactly who I'm dealing with, how I'm gonna deal with them, have a good idea about their background, and then while I want to go with the flow while I'm there, I will always have that focus that I think that the the client, where the client is going to bring me, but, but you have to be open-minded to be able to make, you know, lefts and rights where they come along.
0: You know, and if you're listening right now or listening when the podcast, it goes on demand. I'm just going to tell you that we did something unfair today and it was not uh, it was. There was no evil purpose. Sal and I got together and we talked for a few minutes, and it was an electrifying conversation. And Sal, one of the things that we talked about is what it's like today versus what it might have been like in the past, and how incredible the resources are now, at the touch of your fingers, to find out almost anything about anyone.
1: Yeah, there is. Uh, there are a ton of ways that you can find background on your on your prospective clients on your existing clients on their business um, on the industries on if if you're not learning how to master LinkedIn and also how to search for your clients on Instagram and Facebook and find their likes and dislikes um, then you're really doing yourself a disservice and there are people out there who are doing that So and um, and
0: look to make yourself do it. Yeah, and look, look, finding your clients or prospective clients on Instagram, on Facebook, on LinkedIn also tells you something about their perspective on how they are presenting themselves to the world. What is their impression management like, right? Yep. All right. So I read about you. Okay. I, I read that you're always into mentoring either one way or the other. We like to focus on mentors here at The Encouragers and developing or giving back to others by mentoring them. Is that true? You and mentorship, uh, you've always been into this? Yeah, I've, um, I, I've, I've always
1: enjoyed it. I've always felt like uh, y- what you have to give to the industry, <clears throat> excuse me, You know what you have to give to the industry is while it's not limited okay you could have longevity and you could help people's careers and you could really point people in the in the right direction and help them succeed if you take an interest in what they're doing and have and and let them know that your door is always open for questions for suggestions that you know, for anything that is gonna help them become better at what they do. And I I, I really enjoy that the most because, you know, Lloyd, as we spoke about earlier today, one of the things that you realize in this business is that very few of us, okay, make that impression where people remember you forever. Okay? But I'm at a point in my career now, uh, 20, 25, 27 years in, and you know, I want to make sure that my legacy lasts and that if I could help some rookie or some new person be successful now when they're helping somebody, excuse me, when it's their turn, you know, that's how you establish your legacy. They'll say, well, somebody helped me. So, you know, that's what I'm looking for.
0: That's right. So, you know, talk to us about mentors and mentoring others for a minute. Do you have a great mentor today
1: um unfortunately i just i just kind of lost my mentor a little bit she um uh, wendy jones hayes works for cats uh cats media group and when i became a national sales manager a couple of years ago my company had a focus that they wanted to turn the national position into more of a sell like a local um a spot meaning that it's not just veils and spots and dots. They want to find out what make what makes companies tick on the ground level. Find out who runs the dealership groups here. Who is the big franchise owner in the market? And make and you know develop sales from the bottom up instead of from the top
0: down. Well, listen, Wendy. Ahead, I'm sorry. You know, I always feel like that's detective work, right? Yeah, very you, much no, you, so. Listen, you talked about how, you know, you can't take it personal and all that, you know. I always think a really great seller might be a really great detective. I I agree with you. Um,
1: A great seller is gonna overturn all rocks. They're gonna get where they need to go by doing what they need to do. And so So what
0: can they do for you? And believe me, I know what it's like to lose a mentor and have to, think about replacing them and how long that might take to find the right person what would you say that she did for you um, Wendy took her time
1: she never judged me she knew that the company was looking that I did not have that traditional I'm gonna do an avail and do the math and and the you know all of that stuff to make to make it work uh, that wasn't my skill set and instead of trying to mold me into that, Wendy took my strengths and enhanced that and allowed me to develop the job and you know, do it the way they wanted to, but also instilling into me the fundamentals and the how and whys that things are done on, on the national side. And, and let me tell you something, a big shout out to her because uh, she went over to, uh, to be the liaison between um, you know, uh, the Odyssey sellers
0: and they're very lucky to have her. Ah, nice. And you know I'm gonna say this. um, Somebody hears this on the podcast later. Um, Can they just call you up, Sal, and go, hey, I I really heard you and I thought that you were great I want you to be my mentor? (laughs) Or is that something that you're like, oh, I don't know?
1: No, I have I have no problems with that. I mean, listen, I'm 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 very busy as far as um, I'm not just a national sales manager. I'm in my company. I'm a hybrid seller, so I I carry a full local list as well as um, you know my my two stations in in the major market. But I, I love when people call me when I when I uh, was was lucky enough to win the NSM of the Year award for Inside Radio. They um, I I got a bunch of emails with people reaching out asking questions and offering congratulations. And I got to tell you, I loved it because it it extended the reach of how I could help people past just my market. So it's 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 pretty it's a pretty good rush helping people to to achieve what they want to achieve.
0: Oh, I got to tell you, just just having the conversation I had with you this morning. But look, even if I didn't have that conversation, having this one right now, I can see why someone would go. You know, we really are to put Sal in this manager's position here. <laughs> um, so I, I want to ask you about that did you pretty much feel like you climbed right into the sales manager seat at the beginning of your radio career or do you feel like that had to develop across time for you
1: the leadership role and having people follow me i guess became more and more evident as i just grew in in into the job i think um having some success allows people to see that you know what you're doing because nobody wants to follow anybody who doesn't know what they're doing. I did know that once I was able to feel comfortable with the job, like, Hey, I can do this. I really thought that I would be a pretty good manager because I, I really, I believe that uh, managing is teaching, Uh, managing is having a good business sense and creating strategies. And I think that those are two things that I do real well.
0: I got to tell you, I think in a lot of cases, uh, certainly not, probably not in your company, but in, in many companies strategy is, is missing. I want to talk about this as an interesting strategy. Uh, We hear so much talk about artificial intelligence and this dream to automate sales. Have you heard this sound? (laughs) So, so tell me what you think about the value of sales and specifically about the value of developing passionate sales professionals and sales leaders for local radio. So
1: uh, uh, the fu- the funny thing about the AI thing is that it flies in the face of everything that a traditional good radio seller and and forget radio any 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 kind of seller really believes in, right? You have a product and the, and and the product could, you know, it doesn't just sell itself what if somebody what what if somebody and the you know decides that they don't want to do it one of the reasons you ask is the, you know is it is it is it the price is it the value is it you know the timing what can we do can we can we change this can we change that and i don't believe that ai gives you that i believe that only the human touch and have somebody ask probing questions and listen intently listen i, I believe that i believe that clients are going to tell you what they think their issues are or what where they think they could be helped. Right. It's up to you and your expertise to kind of figure out, is that really what they need or can I supply something different?
0: That's right. Listen, what do you think the key is to developing a strong, a strong sales team in today's radio world? Cause things have changed. Yeah.
1: Things have really changed. And I don't, I know I'm going to say something that I don't necessarily think is, is just a problem in our industry. I think it's a problem in, in all industries. You know, it used to be that you would get new people and you would train them and you would then bring them out into the sales, the sales world when they're ready. And I, and I, and I believe that we don't do that anymore. I believe that there's so much pressure to produce now that right. we, 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 we tell people to go out there we teach them all how to how to do digital and we teach them that we're the number one station and and this these are our call letters and this and this and this and then all of a sudden they run up against somebody who says you know i'm not so sure if i want to do this and the first thing they say is oh okay um okay no no problem I, i i thought you did okay sorry i believe that fundamentals lloyd are are there for a reason right you know selling is an art and and overcoming objections and keeping the conversation going that's all part of the art form and and you know you and i had this discussion and and it sometimes feels like i rode to work on a dinosaur my first day you know because mm-hmm. you, you feel like fundamentals are now out the window but when i first came into the business in 1999 there was a bunch of really good sales books and you had to read the sales book to kind of decipher it and get your Um, Opinion on how to move forward. But nowadays with YouTube and all specialty apps and and people who concentrate on selling If you're not successful Today learning your technique Shame on you.
0: Yes You know, I think a lot of people are familiar with uh, Vince Lombardi uh, And the famous speech where he said gentlemen, this is a football Fundamentals never go out of style never understanding the basics and understanding that humans are at the apex of what is going to move business is is always a huge deal that's why you know even with uh, everything that you see with covid and all that you know travel is going to come back and roar back in business travel and all that and why? Cuz nothing beats boots on the ground. Last week we talked with Joel Oxley who is the very fabulous market manager for WTOP in Washington DC and if everybody's not aware and I'm sure that they are, yeah. just outbill everybody forever. I mean, yeah, and not just by a little, right? by like three or four radio stations kind of there And imagine what they're gonna do this year with midterms coming up. Oh my God, right? And one of the most fascinating things that he talked about is their uh, th- how they put creativity in the center of what they're doing. They, and, and and we were specifically talking about sales when we were talking about this. He said, you know, we want to come up with ideas because it's not good enough to just do the same old, same old. I want to know this from you, Sal. How much creativity is involved in selling at WBLI and WBAB? And, and when does that creativity come in? Does it come in in sales meetings? Does it come in? in training does it come? what happens
1: um you know what's so funny about this job lloyd i I always tell people that if you're looking for a nine to five this is not what you this is this is the wrong place i believe that it's it's always there it's a 24 7 thing you sales and creativity is part of your fabric it is part of how you present everything in life you know if you want to make a point you you're creative in the way you're making it. If you you know, let's be honest, you want to get to the front of the line. You're you're creative in, in telling people why you should be in the front of the line. So so I believe that this is the for the for the really good salespeople, this is who we are. This is what we do. And if you allow yourself to get past that stigma of how everybody go, oh, this is a
0: salesperson, yeah, but salespeople make the world go round. Mm. All right. So you've seen changes in radio sales specifically. I'm gonna guess with the addition of digital, are you you somebody who embraced digital early on, or was it an acquired taste for you?
1: It it, it was it was definitely acquired taste. It it's still, let me tell you something, it's still something because the digital side changes so rapidly with new products and and the way and the way they do things and then you know you get comfortable your company deals with a vendor and then you get comfortable with the way that vendor does things and then and then they change it um i i believe that is it you can never really get too comfortable with it because people are, are learning and moving very quickly but i do believe that it is Listen, it's where our industry is going. You have to make sure that you incorporate it into what you're doing to be a full service seller, because you're going to lose if you don't. And the last thing you want to do with your career is be pigeonholed and be be, be irrelevant.
0: This is really important, because earlier you talked to me about this and you said, look, as you go along in your career, you know, if you're lucky, you become really successful. And at some point people start to look at you and they go, how is that person adapting? You know, they're not young anymore. How are they adapting? And this is part of this, it's not just digital. It's the fact that we're in a highly creative and let's face it, youth oriented culture of of radio, right? right? So, you know, look, radio seems to have at first taking the slow lane when it came to warming up to digital of course that has changed pretty dramatically i would say Uh, some older sellers just hated digital what is the secret to getting your sellers to embrace what is cool about digital solutions
1: there's so much money out there (laughs) if if you i mean listen let's you know let's be blunt here we sell and we do what we do for a variety of reasons. And at the top of the list is, is we can make a pretty good income doing it, right? And, and if you're leaving that amount of money on the table day in and day out, you're really doing yourself and your company a disservice because eventually they're gonna find someone to get, go get that money. So, so it, it really is a matter of convincing yourself and convincing your people what, what is out there and how it could benefit the client and in turn benefit you and your pocket.
0: Well, and, and look, bring them into the radio house where you can intertwine powerful, amazing, creative local radio with those digital tools to deepen your relationship, right? I mean, I, I talk about this a lot, Sal. You know, the, the chairman of Bank of America, do you know what his number one objective is? It's to deepen the relationships that they have with every customer, so that they're at least three services deep. Do you know why? Because he says they just won't leave after that. Right, full the service. That's right. So let's talk about storytelling, because you've already talked about it a couple of times. And look, in programming, we've known this for a long time, I suspect in sales too. control the narrative and you reach the touchdown. Do you teach storytelling to your local radio sellers?
1: Yes. Um, I think storytelling is an, an extremely important way to do things. Uh, it, it is coupled with asking really good, solid, relevant questions, um, being quick on your feet, being able to, uh, think along with the, you know, the prospect and, and find out what they're doing. But I do believe that if you can tell a good story and figure out the, in terms that the client can understand and make it simple, yes, that people relate to you even more. And they understand that you're in this to help them because listen, we could all be transactional. And if I can sell you once, well, okay, that's good for next week. But if I sell you well, and you become a partner, then we have this relationship for years. And I I have clients that are, are with me for 15, 20 years, and we're able to continue to grow. And then all of a sudden, from you listening and and bringing things to light in ways that they can understand it, you become a resource. And when you're a resource,
0: that is where the ultimate goal is. Powerful, amazing words. I don't think anything better has ever been said. You know, I am a programming strategist, a, a programming consultant. I work all across the country. And one of the fundamental things that I talk about with clients all the time is that you you know that word brand, that's another word for trust, and it's true about sales too, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I I agree. I mean, you know, here's what happens in sales: if you don't do the right thing, you're eventually going to be found out. Oh, it's inevitable. It's inevitable. You will be you will be found out, and if you continue to do the right things by your clients and, and not just during the sales process, not just, I'm talking about post-sale. I'm talking about bringing them interesting information and talking to them about things that you have going on and hey, I read this article and how could this help you? I thought about that creates a bond with yourself and the people that you're dealing with. And again, being a resource, being an asset to that to that individual is, is to me the most important thing that you can bring to
0: the table you know in in our game and Sal, you know it's interesting you know some people are better this than others but if you just take a beat and think about it for a minute every time you show up in front of customer x y or z every single time you bring something that helps them that moves the ball ahead for them even when it doesn't benefit you at all suddenly you're going to find yourself on the inside of that business as a welcomed partner. That's a whole different deal. Yes. Listen, I think people really want to be heard. I think it's the essence of who we are as humans, even Americans, and it's part of our DNA as humans. How involved are you in hearing the story of a local or regional business and then developing a path for sharing that story and sharing how important radio can be and getting those brands and their story out in front of the customers that they most want to attract. Well, that, that's the
1: foundation of what we do, right, Lloyd? We, yep. we, we go in and, and we find out from people what is going on with their business now. You put your expertise in with, through conversations in and out to how we could sell more cars, move more windows, uh, make sure that their their brand is is brought out to our hundreds of thousands of listeners, and 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 if you can really listen, and you could allow people to know that their ideas are being you know are being utilized. I think what happens is just like every industry, you have people who are doing it just because they're doing it and they show up for work every day and they're mediocre and and that's, and that's fine, you know But then you have people who are taking an- who take it another step, okay and do the things. And the most paramount thing you can do for your client is listen. If right. you can listen to your client, they'll eventually tell you what they're looking for
0: oh, this is the most amazing thing that I always try to point out to people. It's like, they will tell you. And if you're not discovering that, you haven't asked enough of the right questions, right? Agreed, agreed. Right. And also, one one quick thing. Yeah.
1: I also believe that your relationship with the client is not always about the sale, and it's not always about the money. Um, I, had a, I had a client when I was at ESPN where I used to go visit them and just, sit there and say hello and he would say okay what what do you got for me and i and i'd say i don't have anything i just (laughs) came by to you know to say hello see how you were doing see if you need anything from me because if it's only about the money then that's what it is it's only going to be about the money and 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 relationships only go so far when it's based just on money and that'll always bring you to all right
0: so what do you got (laughs)
1: Yes. Inevitably, because when you have that idea or you have that opportunity, they will listen to you because they know that you have their best best interest in mind.
0: That's exactly right. Listen, when I worked in day-to-day programming on the ground, I always preached to staff that, look, hard work always pays off. I don't care what anybody says, okay? It always, always pays off. You seem to be my brother in this way. You are a big believer, I believe, in a form of what we would call show prep on the programming side, but prep before a sales call, before prospecting a specific uh, potential future client. Is, is that number one in your book? Uh, yeah, I believe it has to be. I believe
1: that if you go, in it, it, people people get spoken to Shh. by so many people. They get offers from so many people nowadays that it really is. We, uh, my wife is in the business also, right? And one of her biggest clients once said that if you're gonna ask me, so tell me a little bit about your business, you've already lost. Mm. You should know about their business, you should know the foundations, you should know the background of the industry so you could talk in their language you shouldn't have to. You those days of going in there and say, "So oh, tell me what your issues are, and let me see if I could solve them." In the day day and age of information,
0: those days are way over. Mm, maybe by the time you see them, you should know what their trouble is.
1: Exactly, exactly. Sure. There's, you know, there's a valid business reason to go see somebody. It it may not always be the most complicated thing, sometimes it's, you know, hey, I got 500,000 listeners that you can get in front of and and 75% of them are homeowners, you know, something yeah. that simple. But but the point is, uh, I, yeah, those days of, hey, I, uh, I work for a radio station and we're number one and I really think that you'd benefit from that. Can I talk to you? Um, mm-hmm. You know, those days are over.
0: Okay, you made me nervous a minute ago. I'm gonna backtrack to this and we did not talk about this which is gonna be very evident to you in just a few seconds. (laughs) My wife is a very competitive human being. You just mentioned that your wife is in this business. Do y'all compete with one another? Do you, you know? (laughs) What's happening in your personal life, So
1: I would like to think that I'm extremely competitive. I see. Um, This one puts me to shame. Um, Uh I've never been around a person that wants to win at everything and is so good at what she does. But here, here's how, here's how I use that to benefit me. Uh I feel that every day she raises the bar for me. And if I can't hold my own and have her respect my ability to do my job, then, uh, you know, I, and listen, I know that's not always so great for relationships and the, and the whole thing, well, it but, be. but it works. It, it, it works for us because, um, we met each other on the job. We worked for the same station. Um, we've, we, when we're not working together, we miss it. What she's really good at. I'm yeah. not as good. And what I'm really good at, she needs some help with sometimes. So we're able in that that really is what helped us get through COVID because we were in the same room. Um, we were the only two people in our office who were able to continually collaborate with each other and have you're, questions. You were
0: in a sales pond.
1: Yeah, yeah. We, we really were when we, we turned a bedroom into an office and we were able to continue to pick each other's brain and, you know, hey, don't write that email or hey, change that or what do you think of this?
0: And, 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 and how long have you been married so we know what we're dealing with here, Sal?
1: So. Uh, we have been together over 20 years. As a fact, um, it'll be 20 years tomorrow.
0: All right, look at you. Happy anniversary. Thank you. All right, listen, in your opinion, what is the key for radio sellers in the future? Not now, in the future. And what is the key to radio's future itself as a solutions vehicle for clients?
1: I love this que- i love this question because i think that radio itself as an industry we we need a lot of help and what it is, is is that we send people we send individual sellers out one at a time to go speak to one person when we always tout the strength you know strength in numbers we have x amount of listeners we have this what radio needs to do is band together and tell the community as one giant trumpet what we bring to, to them and bring to, bring to business, right? And I think that's something that we can do. A few years ago in Chicago, all the stations got together and did a roadblock. Uh, every Tuesday at 5.45, they all ran the same Radio Works commercial. So wherever you went, you heard that Radio Works so i believe that we need to get back to that we need to toot our own horn a little bit but i do believe on the selling side do not discount the art of what we do what we do is very hard and not everybody can do it but there are so many resources out there and you could learn what that digital capability is and you can learn that you're the number one station and you can learn how many market you know how many people are listening but you need to learn how and why to overcome objections and to be a seller and be a resource i keep using that word but when you learn how to do that then
0: you're really moving along with your with your job 100 percent. listen what advice do you have for local sellers who will listen to this on our podcast you know and and what we want to know from you is you know What's your advice about finding the right kind of sales manager, finding the right company to work for, to literally grow their career. Cause you know, if the fit's not right, it's not right. Right. And if it's right, it's incredible. Yep,
1: I, um, I used to say, I used to say this to my sellers all the time. And now I say it to all the new people, your success is your responsibility. It's your responsibility. If you have a question and a manager's not available, seek out that manager, send an email, knock on their door, be persistent. Like I said earlier, if your manager or your promotions director or somebody doesn't cringe just a little bit when they see you at the door, (laughs) you're not doing your job. You're not pushing hard enough. Exactly, take responsibility because, uh, Lloyd, here's here's the bottom line, right? In the end, if we fail, we could blame it on a, middle, a, a million things. Right. But the bottom line is, you still failed.
0: Mm-hmm. Right? That's right.
1: Net, bet on yourself. Make sure that you feel responsible for your success and never, ever, ever take no for an answer. Find a way to repurpose the question to get
0: what you need. Cell so i gotta tell you first i want to thank you for being our guest on the encouragers the radio rally number two i'm gonna say this to you uh, you seem to be to me in everything you talk about. It's value, value, value. You talked a minute ago about how radio should bond together and talk about the value of us. And and look, look at the St. Jude radio thons and the Children's Hospital radio thons and other ways during the holidays and and other parts of of the year where radio has has literally raised hundreds of millions of dollars. That is a live, vibrant, vibrating force in local communities, wouldn't you say?
1: Oh, I, I totally agree. We did a Radiothon a couple of years ago. Uh, one one radio station, WBLI, and we raised a few hundred thousand dollars. And um, I, I think, Lloyd, sometimes we take for granted, because we do it every day, you know? We go through those doors every day, so for some people it's not as special but I think we take for granted the power of our medium. We ask people to believe in it, yet we take it for granted. And um, uh, that's something I'll never do. I think it's, I still think it's so cool that I, that I work for a group of radio stations and the station that I listened, started listening to when I was
0: 14 years old. Absolutely. Sal, if it's okay with you, I'd like to ask you to hang out for a few minutes, uh, just in case we got somebody who's listening that might uh, in our audience want to ask a question for you. That sound okay to you? Absolutely, no problem. All right, so listen, we are gonna open up the room just in case there are questions that you might have for our guest right now. All you have to do is push the button at the bottom right hand part of your iPhone or Android device on the app itself, that tells us that you want to be brought up on stage. We also tell people this, look, you don't have to do that. They allow us to have you ask questions through the IM feature here as well. So all you do is just reach down and send me a little note and I promise you I can I can turn that question for you. You don't even have to come up in front of everybody. Don't forget to look in our free blog section at rainmakerpathway.com to see all that you can get from us for free for your local local radio cluster, local programming team, your local sellers, it's all right there for you. Also don't forget on Wednesdays, right here on the Clubhouse app live, we have something called innovation and audio. Our Wednesday live events usually deal with real work, a real world innovation and Uh, undeniable innovators. We bring people to that live event that you may not ever meet otherwise to talk about how you create environments that encourage innovation, mostly outside the radio industry. Every once in a while we dip in and we talk to somebody in the radio business. This is our way, by the way, to give you a different creative perspective about change, creativity itself, and of course, innovation. This Wednesday, just two days from now, Our innovation and audio event here on Clubhouse will feature Amy, Shadroff, and she is the co-host of KLIF News and Information in the Morning with Dave and Amy. She's a product endorser, a storyteller. Imagine that, Sal. She's a storyteller, an MC, and a trainer. We're gonna learn about her and innovation there in Dallas, and you're gonna be surprised, Wednesday, 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. I do have a question from the IM panel. Uh, This ought to be interesting. I guess this is a recruiting question. In your opinion, where's the best place to find future radio sellers? Oh, Oof. Oof. so I have a very good theory. Um,
1: I believe that what we need to do is instead of people coming to us I believe that we need to foster relationships with the business departments and with the communications departments in colleges. There's the one thing that somebody wants when they're going to school is placement and opportunity. And if we can have professors tell us who they believe is going to be good. And again, not just in communications, but also in, in the business departments. And then we go and recruit them. I believe that those are fresh. That it's, it's new blood. There, there are fresh perspectives. People who really want to get going in their career, and I and I think that's a place where we could really kind of uh, get the untapped. Not wait for them to come to us. We go to them and develop that pipeline. Um, listen, there are tons of really tough sales fields out there where people just get you know mentally and emotionally beat up every day and, and and we could really offer you know something that is cool creative um, makes you uh, you know make makes you feel like you have a purpose and uh, you know there's some fair money to be made in our business
0: well and I wonder Sal if you have ever been in your personal life doing X Y or Z and you see somebody and you go oh there's a seller right there. It's you so know. funny. I just, uh, my
1: wife and I just moved into a new home and the guy who sold us all of our appliances was outstanding, great demeanor. Mm-hmm. He listened, he he was uh, knowledgeable of the product. He knew, you know, good presentation. And I, I talked to him about it and I forwarded his name of, over to my DOS and and you know, we'll, we'll see how that, that works. But yes, absolutely. Um, I believe as a good seller you can never be intimidated by bringing other good sellers on because it only makes the team stronger so well plus you you got that
0: wife you're running from yeah that's for sure
1: I got to try to keep up with the Joneses
0: yeah you got to go faster and faster Uh, uh, listen I have one more question for you this is also from the IM portal listen to this do you often know when younger sellers are going to do well on your team what quality do you like to see in your sellers
1: love to see a stick to itiveness i love to see um, you know people kind of take their time and and this is real real important especially for younger people coming into an office environment sometimes you have to listen a lot more than you speak okay you have to acclimate yourself to a, to a to a staff You have to show the senior sellers that you want it. When the bell rings at 5.30 or whatever, you're not the first out the door. You have to show people, I love the fact when people show me that they really wanna be successful. Lloyd, everybody can talk the game. Mm
0: -hmm. Not everybody walks the game. That's right. The walkers are who you're looking for, right? Absolutely. All right, so listen, we do like to try to keep things to about an hour. We're rolling right up on that. I, I, you know, we love having great guests on the show. You have crushed it. So well, thank you. just tell you. Thank you. Uh, also, if you're listening, you join us every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific for the radio rally on Clubhouse. Remember, if you know somebody that you would like to hear as a guest on the Radio Rally, you can email me directly, F-O-R-D at RainmakerPathway.com. We hope that you have a great week. We like to say this on Rainmaker Pathway and on the Radio Rally. Once you have a radio station, you get anything else you want. You need to know what that means. Call me. I'll be able to walk you right through it. Our thanks to Sal for being our very patient and giving guest. A very special thank you to Joe Kelly for producing the Encouragers, the Radio Rally podcast which will be available pretty quickly if I know Joe, and uh, maybe even sooner than that. And I want to say thank you to JustJoeProductions.com. You know, they create our audio footprint and distribute our podcast. Please do share both of our podcasts with others that you know who are interested in radio, interested in sales, interested in innovation because that's what we're about we have the encouragers the radio rally podcast and the encouragers innovation and audio podcast and of course they're available on apple audible spotify or wherever you get your podcast remember this if you don't remember anything else be kinder than you have to be thank you for being a part of the radio rally and the encouragers and good night